So, what did you do this week? Well, <laughs> um, oh gosh. Well, I worked Tuesday, and then I don't think I did anything Wednesday. But Thursday, I took went back to Nashville for my follow-up appointment with my hip doctor. It went well. Um, I'm basically at a point where I could go either way. I could go not having any more problems, or I could have hip surgery. Yay. At 18 years old. Yay. <laughs> 18 going on 80. Um, but that was an interesting trip. We went, we stopped at Bucky's. I got me a shirt and some snacks. Um, we also, we found a independent bookstore that was right near where the doctor's office was. It was called Parnassus Books. And it was a neat little bookstore. Like, they had... It was a very neat little library. What I loved about it is that they had the ladders that go across the bookshelves. I loved it. Of course, I couldn't get on it. I was going to say, very you didn't do the, uh, the bell. bell gliding I along. I want adventure in the great white somewhere. Yeah, people weren't allowed up on there. But it was very nice. Um, I got one book while I was there, of course. I got Two Can Keep a Secret by... If one of them is dead. I think it's by Holly Jackson. Um, I believe so. Um, I'm just in a mystery phase. Like, I've bought a lot of mystery books recently. Like, I bought One of Us is Lying, which you've read and said it was good. I got A Good Girl's Guide to Murder... Um, no, it is not by Holly Jackson. I lied. It's by Karen M. McManus. So, yeah, it, very exciting. And I also got a sweatshirt, and I got you a t-shirt. Yes. Because I couldn't leave Carmen out. And, yeah, I think that's, I think that's all I did. Um, I packed for our beach trip coming up this week. I'm so ready for a vacation. You have no idea. Um, Carmen, what did you do this week? What happened this week? Um, <laughs> no one remembers. I worked, obviously. And then Thursday, I took mom to the spa for a belated Mother's Day gift. Um, so I treated her to a day of spa services. Um, so we always go to this place. I usually go there with my friends. Um, but... Mom's never been, so I took her, um, it's a place in Blue Ridge, Georgia called Serenity in the Mountains. Um, it's about a two, two hour, 45 minute to three hour drive from here, so not too bad. Um, so I did the, uh, 85 minute relaxation massage and the, um, what is it called? The, uh, shoot, hydrofacial, Think of it. Hydrofacial and with a dermaplaning add-on. I've never done dermaplaning before, so that was very new. Um, I loved it. Um, and then mom did like a seasonal body wrap and a facial. She did the microdermabrasion facial. Um, but she loved it. And we had a whole day kind of just to ourselves to be, you know, chill and relax. So that was nice. Um, and then 
worked again on Friday and then this weekend on Saturday. Where did I, oh, Hallie and I went to the Waffle House. Oh yeah, we did. Hallie and I went to Waffle House on Saturday. Um, talked so about we, all sorts of things. Yes, talked about a lot of book things, obvi. Taylor um, Swift. <laughs> and then I came home and packed for the beach. And I had to repack today because <laughs> it was just, it wasn't. Oh, I also. Suitcase was not closing. I also got my nails done on Saturday. That was another thing. And I just now thought of it. The Sunday, I went and saw my friends in the our studio dance recital, which was very weird to sit in the audience while my other friends were dancing. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, yeah, I had to repack today because the suitcase was not closing. So I had to minimalize some things. So I took some things out. But, um, and then, and Hallie and I and plus some fam went to Barnes and Noble and we went to see The Little Mermaid today. It was very good. It was, it was better than I thought it was going to be because I've seen a lot of people be like, wasn't that great? And I've always... Here's what my opinion. I've never been a fan of the live actions because I've always said if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, I think if they're done well, I liked Mulan because they changed a lot. And so I've it never felt seen. Like it I felt never like watched Mulan. Oh gosh, you gotta watch it. I don't they know. changed a lot, and so it was kind of like its own thing. I think they went more Which along. Nice. I feel like they didn't go more much so off the movie. I feel like they went more off on like lore, lore, and what the movie's actually based on. Yeah. And that's not the only... I think Jungle Book did the same thing. They didn't Mm -hmm. go off the movie. They went by the actual book. And, yeah. But I will say, though, Little Mermaid was better than I thought it was going to be. I... It's definitely... I've always not been a huge fan of some of them. But I liked this one along with Beating the Beast. And I think that's about it. See, so... I love Emma Watson with all my heart, but Beauty and the Beast was one of my least favorite of the live actions. Oh, really? Yes. Because... I would have thought Aladdin would have been your least favorite. No, I loved Aladdin. Yeah. See, my thing with these live action remakes is if it's... The Lion King one didn't make any sense to me because you had to CGI the whole thing anyways. So what was the point? They're watching John Wick. That's probably what you're doing. Oh. <laughs> um, so what's the point in making a live action? You're having to CGI everything anyways. Like, it made no sense. Um, and I then, would say I would say Jungle Book fell along that line. Of course, there was like, a, I think there was maybe one per, actual well, person in it. But mostly. the rest of it was CGI. So well, the rest of it was worth CGI. It. So it's technically you can do it. But like, there's others. Like, and they change stuff. So they like, changed the it. Lion King didn't change anything, obviously. No, it just made it look more real. I liked sad. Aladdin because I they like changed Aladdin. a lot. I did. I like liked Aladdin. Mulan because they changed a lot. I loved Cinderella because they changed some things. Maleficent um, was pretty good. Yeah, but I'm kind of going by stuff like the regular, mm-hmm. the reg. But they, I like the, the, I like the live actions when they change a few things because. I don't know. If you're making it frame for frame, what's the point, I guess? So, yeah. I like this. They changed some stuff, which was nice. And um, I think that's why I really liked Mulan so much in Aladdin. Because they changed a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, it was different. And I liked it. Um, the only thing is, I haven't, in all of the live actions they've made, 
I've not minded any of the added songs because I think they they've been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the only one today I wasn't vibing with Prince Eric's. It was a little too dramatic for me. Maybe it was just his performance of it. He was very dramatic. I told Carmen because she was sitting next to me. I told her I was like, "This is very much giving me High School Musical, Troy Bolton, Bet on It vibes." Yes, very dramatic. Was. Like he was running along the beach, and you were just kind of like waiting for him to, you know kick the water and I'm not gonna stop not gonna stop till I get my shot <laughs> like you just kind of kept waiting uh, on it um Aquafina as Scuttle was great was awesome I loved it I loved David Diggs as Sebastian because here's the thing I'm a huge Hamilton person I'm like that is Lafayette that is Thomas Jefferson very much chaotic energy loved it yeah. It was good, and I think Halle Bailey did a fantastic job. Oh yeah, she was awesome. So it was, it was really. Good. I'm I liked, so jealous of her voice. Yeah, I liked it a lot. They did a really good job with it. Um, so no big complaints. But after that, we went to the bookstore, and we also went to Sephora. I had to get a few things for the beach, some things to try out. Rare Beauty was once again sold out and everything that I wanted. All the blush shades that they had left were way too dark for my skin tone. So, couldn't get any of those. Um, but I did get the mascara. So, we're going to try that out. But, you know, of course, everything was sold out in Rare Beauty because as it should be, hashtag Team Selena. <laughs> if you know the drama, then you know what I'm talking about. Um, but, we did go to the bookstore. Um... And before we get into that, um, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Family Fiction with Hallie and Carmen. Um, so if you can't tell by the title, today we're going to be talking about our May wrap-ups. Uh... We both kind of dropped the ball on May, but it's fine. Mostly I did. Hallie kind of hit standard. Maybe right below standard. Uh, Not standard for me. Right below. Yeah. I was way below standard. (laughs) Yeah, I was actually very... I was very shocked because I've actually beat Carmen this time. Mm -hmm. It wasn't hard to do. (laughs) Um, But before we get to our May wrap-ups and talking about the books that we read in May... We're going to talk about the books that we got today at the bookstore, as well as the books we are going to be reading at the beach. Um, yes. So. I got to look mine up. Okay, well, I can go. So, the only books I got today, surprise, surprise, um, I only got one series, but I did get the whole series. Um, I got all five books in the Lockwood and Company series by Jonathan Stroud. Um, so, listen. I watched the show on Netflix and loved the show and was already planning to get the books. Well, now they've canceled the show and they're no longer doing season two. So then I like had to get the books just to find out what's behind the dang door. Um, So I bought all five today. So if you guys haven't watched the show on Netflix, still go watch it. It's great. And I think it would probably give a good... It would get you interested in reading the books if you're not, I guess. Because I don't think I had ever even heard of them before watching the show. Um, they were in the kids section of Barnes & Noble, which kind of makes me a little little nervous that they're not going to be 
good for me because I'm 25 and they were in the literal like kids section. <laughs> But, I mean, you read Percy Jackson, so... Is Percy Jackson in the kids section, though? I thought it was in the young adult. Yes, it's in the kids section. Oh, well, okay. Um, Which is strange. (laughs) So, got those today. I'm very excited to read those. The first season of Lockwood and Company is the first two books. Um, So, but I actually literally told Hallie today... So, I've been re-watching CW's Nancy Drew because the new season comes on May 31st. First, which is Wednesday. Mm-hmm. We're recording this on Monday. I'm so excited. So I've been re-watching. Um, I love that show with all my heart. It's also going off. This is going to be the last season. I'm very sad. Um, but been re-watching. And every time I re-watch this show, it always makes me want to watch or read like supernatural thrillers. And that's how I... I really think I read House of Salt and Sorrows right after re- watching Nancy Drew for the first time. So, it kind of gives me that vibe again. So, I literally told Hallie, I'm going to have to get me a supernatural thriller that I can read. Um, and then decided to pick up Lockwood and Company. And it is it is that, ghosts and all that. So, if you haven't watched Lockwood and Company, watch it. If you haven't watched Nancy Drew, dear heavens, please watch it. I love that show and I'm so sad to see it go. Um, but that's the only series I got today. And then I got a Corksicle Hufflepuff travel mug that they had in the Harry Potter section. And Carly got the Slytherin one. Tell them about the... very happy for her. Tell them about the... Something that somebody said and you made you angry about Dobby. I was walking through the Harry Potter section and this woman is walking with her granddaughter. And her granddaughter goes, oh, there's Dobby. And she goes, oh, you like Dobby, don't you? And she... She said, yeah, he's cute. And then the grandmother goes, Dobby's so ugly. Why do you think he's cute? I was like, <laughs> I just kind of like had to hold my tongue of like, listen, lady, listen, Linda. I was not a fan of that moment, but the little girl was fighting for him. So I was, you know, she was doing the fighting for me. So I kind of let her handle it <laughs> before I yell at an old lady. <laughs> Not in that's the Barnes when, and Noble. That's when you know your obsession has gotten to to be too much when you're yelling at old ladies in Barnes and Noble about us. Literally, they were talking about a plushie. Anyways, Hallie, what'd you get today? Um. Well, I got Twin Crowns by Catherine Doyle and Catherine Weber. Um, I had seen the second book, Cursed Crowns, on like Instagram, and I was like this sounds really good. I kind of want to pick this up. And so I searched all over for it in Barnes & Noble, finally found it, snatched it up. Um, and the second book that I got, Carmen was very excited that I picked it up. And that was The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes by mm-hmm. Suzanne Collins. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the last time you and I went to Barnes & Noble, I had gotten The Hunger Games Trilogy. And I just decided, well, I might as well get The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes because I know I'm going to read it before the movie comes out. And, yeah, I'm very excited to read that. And I also got the first book in the Lockwood and Company series by Jonathan Stroud. I told Carmen, I was like, should I get this? And she goes, yes, it's supernatural, so yes, it's not going to hurt you. And I just thought about it for a second and I said, fine. And so I ran back there. (coughs) Sorry. I ran back there and got it. So, yeah, I only walked out with three books I was very surprised with myself. Honestly, me walking out with one series is 
the craziest thing that's ever happened because I don't know. Usually if I'm buying, I mean, heck, last time I went, I bought a whole series. I bought the entire Lord of the Rings series, but then also bought more books. So today was also a, an interesting feat for me as well. All right. So that is everything that we got at Barnes and Noble today. Barnes and Noble. So now I did. What you I don't know if I talked about this last time. I did upgrade to a premium membership at Barnes & Noble last time we went. I don't know if I talked about that. So I earned more points today. So I now have, like, I think I have $30 off now because everybody used my card today, too. Yeah. So I have $30 off. My goal is to uh, gain up enough points to just have a free book haul. <laughs> so we'll see. Um, But... So, now we are going to talk about the books that we're taking to the beach. Um, mine has one that I probably will take all week to read, but I have a backup just in case. If you finish this book before the vacation's even over, I'm going to be so proud of you. Well, okay, so when I go to the beach, I do nothing but read. I take, like, a mid-afternoon walk. And that's the only thing that breaks me up from reading throughout the day until we go in to go eat. Like, I don't get, I'm not really a big ocean person just because I don't like to go out and wade for too long. Because then that night when I'm going to sleep, I feel like I'm rocking and I can't, <laughs> I can't handle it. So I only ever go out to the ocean like for a little bit. And usually it's just like up to my hips just to walk around. Um, especially because Mimi likes to go walk in the water and so I usually go walk with her. But... I usually just read all day, so I should have this done this week, like, easy peasy lemon squeezy. And you may be confused, but just, it's okay. It'll See, all work the only out. Thing, well, okay, let me just go ahead and tell the book. So, <laughs> the book I'm going to be reading at the beach is The Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha, Samantha Shannon. Hello. Um... So, this is a rather thick book. I want yes. to read it on my Kindle anyways because it is such a big paperback. I just don't want to tote that around. And I know I'm going to break this one. I don't want to. So. I did that with my copy and I'm so sad. So, I'm probably going to be ordering a hardback version. That way I can just have it for collecting purposes. Yes. So, I'm planning to read this on my Kindle anyways. So, I figured the beach was the best time. Mm-hmm. I did look it up on Libby today. And it says there's a 24-week wait, so I'm going to be purchasing it on the Kindle app um, because I don't want to wait, and I know I'm going to read it on the Kindle anyway, so I might as well do it now. Um, but it's a very large book, but it, I should have it done. It is large. I will say, though, because I've already read The Prior of the Orange Tree, and it was good. If you listen to, I believe it was my March wrap or April I don't remember which one, but I read it. It was pretty good. Um, it was just very lengthy. It looks, here's the thing. It fools, this book fools you. It looks huge, but it's really not that huge. I would say it's about, I think it was like well, 70. the glossary takes up. Yeah, the glossary takes up about maybe a quite bit of it. And, but there's only like, I think 74 chapters, 75. Well, and I will say last year when we went, I read a book. I don't remember what book it was. I read a book and then I read all of Quarter Wings and Ruin and I read a quarter of Kingdom, Kingdom of, Ash. of Ash before we were even on our way back. So should have this done no problem. Um the only thing about it is going to be that I can't refer back and forth to the glossary if I need to. 
because it'll be on my Kindle. I just, I ignored the glossary. Okay. Well, that makes me feel better. I'll if just... you see, if you see a term that you don't know, just kind of, just skip over it. Like, I, well, I can flip back and forth. Like, I can table of contents it, but, and I can bookmark where I'm at before I flip. So, it's not that big of a deal. It's just kind of an extra, like, an extra step when you're doing it on your Kindle. Mm-hmm. But, um, I'm going to do that one. And if I finish that one, then I'm going to do, um, We'll Always Have Summer by Jenny Han, which is the last book in the Summer I Turn Pretty trilogy. Um, the second season is coming out next month or July. It's almost June. So I'm already kind of calling next month July. Um, <laughs> it comes out in July and I'm so excited to find out what happens next and yes i know the show does not match the books um it pulls pieces from here and there on the first season i'm mostly like i'm so attached to that cast that i'm just like what's gonna happen next so i'm kind of interested i'm still interested to see where the show takes it but i do want to read the third book before i watch the new season just to kind of have all the knowledge plus i want to see who she chooses (laughs) um but yeah I'm excited to read those. I think it'll be good. And I think the beach is like the perfect time to do Briar of the Orange Tree because it is so big that it gives me a whole week. I can do nothing but dedicate time to Briar of the Orange Tree. Mm-hmm. And I'll get to witness all of your reactions. So I don't have to like <laughs> be at work, read, come home from work, read. You know, I'll like, be, a- I'll be asking week. you where you're at and you'll be like, well, I'm at this part. I'm like, oh. <laughs> well, I'll save this thought for later. Um, so, yeah, that's my plan. If I go through both of those and for some reason need another book to read, I'll figure it out. I don't know. Um, I'm sure there's... Maybe I'll... If I finish both of those, maybe I'll start... It Starts With Us by Colleen Hoover because I still haven't read it. I've read yeah. it in so this, but I haven't read It Starts With Us. So maybe I'll do that. Neither have I. Or we could read it together. Actually, you know what I wanted to do to begin with? And I forgot all about this till just now while I'm looking at it. I was going to read People We Meet on Vacation and Beach Read by Emily Henry. Because <laughs> those are both <laughs> vacation books. But yeah. I'm going to stick with my original plan. If I get through both of those, then I'll start one of those. But those are going to be good for Out by the Pool, too. So I'm not too worried about it. So that's my plan. Hallie, what is your plan? Well, <laughs> yeah. so I don't have a solid plan on what I'm going to read. I just kind of have options and whatever I feel like I want to read, I'll read. Um, I know one book for a fact that I'm going to read is The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Um, This is technically a reread for me because I read this years ago and don't remember it. Well, I remember some things because I've watched the movies I don't know how many times. But it'll be really exciting to reread the book again because... I don't know. I'm, I'm very excited. Um, another one that I'm thinking about is The Summer I Turned Pretty by Jenny mm-hmm. Han. Finally gonna start that. I got that series. I got the trilogy, I think the last time we went to the bookstore together. Um, another one that I kind of had in mind, I don't know if I'll do it or not, because it's quite a commitment, and that is Dune <laughs> by Frank Herbert. Um, well, listen, the second movie comes out, I believe, this year, and I want to read the book before I watch it, because I think the first and second movies are just the first book, so. See, I'm the opposite. 
I'm really glad I watched that movie before I even planned to read the book because that movie was so confusing that I feel like the book's going to be even more so and I'm going to be glad that I have imagery to back up the book. (laughs) So I'm probably going to wait until the movie comes out. Well, I mean... I've said this now. If I can get through the prior of the orange tree, I can read anything. That was so confusing. So, just even watching the movie, I was like, Mom was asking me questions, and I was just like, I have no idea, Mom. Like, I'm just as confused. Like, why is, what, what's happening? I don't know. That one may or may not get read. I have no idea. It just depends on how I'm feeling. But the other one that I'm thinking of taking, I believe, is The Lightning Thief. Mm-hmm. First book in Percy Jackson. That is going to be a... Oh, gosh. I think that's my fifth reread of it. Because <laughs> I've read it twice, and I've listened to the audiobook, I think, twice. So, it'll be another reread. Um, I've read... Here's the thing. I'm so mad I've never done this. I've never finished the whole series. I read the first book, and I read the second book. And oh, yeah, then... because you skipped. Somehow I read the fourth book before I even realized I was making a mistake. I've never read the third book, so, yeah, that was a, of course, I think when I did that, I was in fourth grade, I don't know, it was, I don't know how I got that mixed up, but yeah, definitely gonna do the Hunger Games, definitely gonna do the Summer I Turned Pretty, and might do Dune and The Lightning Thief, so, I don't know, we'll just see how it goes. Um, I also thought about reading The Hunger Games while I was at the beach with Hallie, just because I thought it would be interesting if Hallie and I are both reading it, and I'm like, like, I just imagine Hallie watching my reactions rereading it, like, knowing everything that happens, and then me being like, oh, I know how this pans out in the end. But I want to read them a little bit... I do want to reread them this year, but I kind of want to wait and reread them a little bit closer to the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes coming out, because my ideal plan is to have them all read and, like, finish the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, like, if possible, the week before we go to the movie. Like... Did you read the Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes? Yeah. It would all be a reread for Okay. Me. Um, but I For some I reason, I thought like... you never read it. No. <laughs> Hallie, I read that as soon as it came out. Are you kidding? I was obsessed. Suzanne Collins said, here's a new book. I said, tell me when and where. I'm on my way. Um, I read that the week it came out and was finished with it in two days. It was beautiful. Um, That's my series. But I really want to read them, like, really close to the movie coming out because I want to just, like, have it fresh on my brain, which would be nice. Um, Not that I don't remember every single thing that happened in The Hunger Games. I've reread the series, like, three times, so... It's fine. Yeah. So. Solid. So that's what we planned for the beach. Hallie and I, yeah, we're the readers. Like, we go and do nothing but read. Abby reads a lot, too. She reads a lot, but I think she listens to audiobooks. She does, but she reads some, too. She has a Kindle. Yeah. She did a little bit of both We need to, you may need to help me set up my Kindle that you gave me. Yeah, (laughs) So need to do that this week. Mm-hmm. We can do that Friday when we record the next episode. Yep. Um. Okay. Yes, it works. Yeah. Um. I need to quit touching this dang cord because I keep disconnecting the mic. <laughs> Anyways. Um. Yeah, Abby reads a lot too. I. 
might have an audiobook backup just because sometimes I like to listen to audiobooks. I will have an audiobook backup because I'll have an audiobook for while I'm at work because I always have the audiobook for work. Um, don't know what that's going to be. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, hmm. I might do City of Bones. Yeah, I'll do City of Bones. Yeah, okay. By Cassandra Clare because I think that was next on my audiobook list because I finished... Chain of Thorns this month. So, yeah, that's next. Because I'm trying to go chronologically, which is what I'll talk about later. Um, so, without further ado, I guess let's go ahead and get into our May wrap ups. So, here's the knowledge you've all been waiting for. Um, I, if you've listened to this podcast for a hot minute, then you know that I usually put away at least five books a month. At least. I read. A whopping one book <laughs> this month. And didn't even really, like, read it. I listened to it. I think that's the same thing. I think it all counts, in my opinion. Because you're still, like, I could still tell somebody about the book. I know all the details that happened in the book. The same as I would if I read it. I mean, it's not like I'm getting any different information by listening to it. So I think that whole thing, that whole debate is kind of stupid. Um, But... Yeah, I only read one book this month. Hallie, how many did you read? Uh, I read two. <laughs> Woohoo! We are some overachievers here, folks. Um, so do you want to give your one? I'll give mine, and then you give your second one? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. <laughs> so the first book that I read in the month of May was The Six Olympians by Maria Alarcon. And What? <laughs> looks interesting. The cover looks cool. Yeah, it does look cool. Um, I have been dying to get my hands on this book for a long time. I follow the author on TikTok and it just sounded really, I'm a sucker for a Greek mythology book. And also another reason why this book appealed to me, one of the characters has my name spelled the exact same. And that's another Aww. reason why I bought this book. That never happens to me. <laughs> it never happens to me because I have the I would, I have the weirdest name because I it can go either way. I can be called Hallie or I can be called Haley or sometimes Holly. It just it depends See, on the person. Mine's just nobody ever spells it with a K. It's always with a C. Every time. Yeah. Anyways, continue. Um, so the back says I don't know if I ever told you what this was about. So it goes. They were born for this. What if the Titan Kronos hadn't swallowed the gods and had banished them to Earth instead, raised as regular orphans with scrambled memories, as soon as they hit their 16th birthday, discrepancies about themselves and their past start to bubble up, and abilities start to break through. They are suddenly made aware of who they are and the prophecy they are made for, being sent off into a mythical and dangerous journey to overthrow their father and save the world before he gets to them. Six gods, one titan, one epic battle. So it's very much... it. I would say it's a Greek mythology retelling as well as a Greek mythology what-if scenario. Because I think at this point we all know the mythology of how Kronos gets overthrown. But yeah, I loved this book. I read it in two days. I could have read it in one day, but I had to restrain myself. Um, I gave it... 
Five out of five stars. You cannot see that because it's yellow. <laughs> Can't see it because it's yellow. Um, I have to use my flashlight. Um, I couldn't put it down. Um, all the characters were very likable. I thought they were funny, especially Zach and, oh god, Daniel. Thank you. Um, it very much, I don't know why I got this vibe, but it very much reads like a Percy Jackson book. Like it all, like the, it's, ugh, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> it's, I, it, it, <laughs> I'm glitching. Um, it very much reads like a Percy Jackson book where it feels like they're talking to you as the reader. And it very much was reminding me of the first chap, the first page of Percy Jackson. If you're reading this and you think you're one of us, turn away while you still can, I believe. That's how it goes. Um, but yeah, it was very fun. Um, the character Hallie was a total mood the whole way through. She very much reminded me of Styles. I don't know why. Mm. Just, just the way she talks and how she's very sarcastic. I don't know. But it was so good. Especially, another reason why I love it is her fan cast that she has for her characters. Like, Zach is, um, like, Tom Holland. Ooh. Harry is, like, Andrew Garfield. Mm. Um, oh gosh, the, I can't remember his name, I think his name is Peter, who is, like, Poseidon. He's played by, oh gosh, what's his name? Who's the guy who played Percy in the, in the movies? Logan, Logan Lerman. Lerman. Yes. <laughs> I love Logan Lerman. Um, Haley is, like, Zendaya, so it works out well. So many crossovers happening. Yeah, and it's funny, though, because Zack is Zeus and Haley is Hera, so it's like Tom Holland's and Daya. <laughs> that, yeah. That adds up. And then, um, Aphrodite is played by, uh, is, face claim is Madeline Klein, so. Hmm, okay. Not Madeline Petch, which is what it was. <laughs> oh, we'll never forget the Sarah J. Moss episode. <laughs> oh. But yeah, it was... It was very good. I enjoyed it, and I need the second book now because it ends on such a cliffhanger. Like, it, the way it ends, it ends with Zach, like, saying, what the? And then it ends. Oh, <laughs> Great. Made me so mad. I, I wanted to throw the book across the room, but it was 1 a.m., and I didn't feel like causing a ruckus. So, okay. yeah, 5 out of 5. Go read it if you like Greek mythology. Okay, so you gave the book a 5 out of 5. What mm -hmm. about characters? Um, I'd say I'd give him a four and a half. Four and a half. Plot? Four and a half. Writing? I'd give it a four. Spice? <laughs> um, I'd say a one and a half. Okay. Yeah. Spice is like a hard one for me to judge because I'm like, what do we consider? No one got, no one got like... I think there was maybe, like, where would you put it if five, and I know this isn't the worst that ha is out there, guys. I know. They but made I'm, it. I'm writing it off of, like, what Hallie's read. What would you rate it out of, like, A Court of Mist and Fury? If A Court of Mist and Fury is a five, what is that? If A Court of Mist and, if a court of Mist and Fury is a five, I would give this 
I'd give it a one because okay. no one got like physical, physical with each other. It was very, all they did was like make out. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. Like I said, I know there's worse out there. I know there's much more spice out there, but I'm basing <laughs> it off of what, Hall- what Hallie has read. Uh, I would say, I don't know if I would give a court of mis- I don't know if I'd give a court of Miss Inferior five. No, I wouldn't. But I'm, I'd give them if, if, if they were. I, uh, I think I would give from Blood and Ash like a. I don't even think I give Blood and Ash five. I might be giving them a three point eight. I don't know. Spy rating spy rating spice is difficult for me. Read a touch of darkness. <laughs> I give that a four. No, thank you. Yowzers. No, thank you. Uh, I'll tell you what's probably a five is Haunting Adel. Adeline. Oh my gosh, I want to read that so I badly. have not read it, but Abby read it, and she said it was very traumatizing. It has a whole page of trigger warnings and just straight up, just straight up warnings. I want to read it so badly. I've I, seen, like, snippets on TikTok, yeah, and I just... I've been tempted to read it, but then I'm like, if I do, I will probably regret it for the rest of my life, so I don't know if I'm going to do it. <laughs> you may just have to do it. I'll do it for you. I've seen, I've heard of things that happen in the book, and I'm like, there's no way I could read this. I want to read this so bad. Okay. Moving on. So, the one and only I read this <laughs> month, which I want to point out a fun little factoid. So, I read Chain of Thorns by Cassandra Clare. You know what I didn't realize? I've been sitting here, I have listened to all these books. I haven't read, like, physically read any of the Last Hours trilogy. I've listened to all of them. And I kept wondering why my covers said Collector's First Edition. I was like, why is this so special? I realized this upon taking this off my shelf today, that all the covers in this trilogy are reversible. Isn't that crazy? Wow, that's actually pretty sick. So on all three of them, they say Collector's First Edition. And I went through, look, I was like, what? And so I went through looking at the rest of them, and they all have that. And I was like, why is this the first I'm learning of this? So Switch them out! I like the original covers, though, so I'll yeah. leave them. Because I like the way they look. But, neat idea. I wish Sarah J. Moss would do that. That would be fantastic. I saw some co- I saw some duck, duck, I said duck covers. I thought you were about to say ducks. I saw some ducks. I was like, that's nice. We can Dust, talk about that if you want. Some covers for Throne of Glass. I don't know. If, I think they were Dusty Shop. Was it Dusty Shop? They have some good ones. They looked so pretty. I was like, oh, I want those. My favorite is the Juniper covers because they line up to make a stag's head. Mm-hmm. I like really those. Cool. Um, I really like the new covers, though. Um, but I feel like if I, I do had like to- them. Um, but if I had to pick, I would probably get the Dusty Shop ones, or I, if I could afford them, I would get the ones that look like stained glass. Those are from Nerdy Ink. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want the Juniper covers for my hardbacks, and I want to get the new covers in paperback. I cannot do that right now. I do not have room on my bookshelf. See my TikTok for a recent video explanation of that. Um, but... Yeah, I have no room. When I move out and get more bookshelves and have the room, I will be getting the juniper covers and I will be getting the new paperbacks. But I think I'm gonna. There's no point in that, right? I now. told mom. I said I think I'm gonna ask for the hardback covers of the new covers for Christmas because I have all the I have all of the Throne of Glass in paperback except for Kingdom of Ash because it had like it had like was about to come out whenever I got it, and so I got it in hardcover. 
and it's fine. I don't care, but it still bothers me. So I want them all in hardback. I don't know why. Yeah. I just I don't have many hard covers on my shelves. I, I have a lot of hard covers. Well, the reason that is because I usually get paperbacks because they're cheaper. Mine's like a half and half, I would say. If I took a ratio, I'd probably be ha- about half and half. Some books uh, just weren't available in hardback at the time. Yeah. I wish. Oh, my goodness. The After Books by Anna Todd. If she ever comes out with those in hardback, I will be the first person in line. I want those in hardback so badly because I like to some, reread them all the time. Need, you need some new ones because they are very much destroyed. The spine in the first one is fractured. Like, non-existent. <coughs> that may be a that may be a Christmas gift. It's just a new after. Well, I don't really want new ones until she comes out with them in hardback. I'm just like hoping for the day, um, because I kind of like I wouldn't get rid of those. No, I wouldn't because, get rid of those. Which fond memories. The last two are fine. They're fine. The first yeah. two are the ones that are the worst, and the first one is the absolute worst. Yeah, your because first one is destroyed. I reread them all the time. And so the spines are just done for. Um, so I wish you would come out with them in hardback so I could have them too. But I also want the new paperback editions. Oh, yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, anyways, back to our regular scheduled programming. I read Chain of Thorns by Cassandra Clare this month. And that was all I read this month. And to give you the synopsis. <laughs> um... I don't know if I can give the synopsis. This is going to be a lot of... Do you need me to read it? <laughs> well, no, this is going to be a lot of spoilers if people haven't read the rest of the series. Then just don't give the synopsis. I'm just not going to give the synopsis because... Hallie's correct. <laughs> because it has a lot of spoilers on the synopsis, and if you haven't read the rest of the trilogy, you're going to be... Spoiled. Spoiled, and I uh, don't want that to happen. So, basically, this was a continuation of the Last Hours trilogy. This was the final book in the trilogy, I believe. Um, so, I thought this was actually wild. As someone who has read the rest of the Shadowhunter novels, but not these, it was crazy because things are left off with Malcolm and Annabelle. And if you know, you know. Like, the dark artifices, that comes back to bite us in the butt. So I was like, that was really cool to kind of be like, like, he walked off all angry and then Jesse's like telling Lucy, like, I'm sure it'll be fine. And you're just like, it's, it's not fine, Jesse. <laughs> it's the opposite of fine. Um, but I thought it was very good. I gave it a four out of five. Um... I think it was better than Chain of Iron, but Chain of Gold has still been my favorite out of the trilogy. The absolute tension between all the characters in Chain of Gold is wild. So, um, I did like the way this left off. It ended very nicely. They wrapped up all the characters the way I needed them wrapped up. Um, they answered all my questions. I think it was done very nicely. Um, the only reason it got a four out of five is because I think there are moments when it could have kept me a little more hooked, but I, overall I really liked it. I thought they did a really good job with it. Um, they, she, Cassandra Clare, it's not two authors, hello. Um, I think 
Cassandra Clare did a great job with it. I think she does a good job at telling a story with compelling characters. So, yeah. I, so I gave the book four out of five. Um, I would give the characters for this one a five out of five. I liked the way everyone developed. It was really nice. Um, plot, five out of five. I think the plot was really well done. Like I said, very crazy. There was like an apocalyptic moment, which was wild. Um, writing a five out of five. And then Spice, maybe a two out of five. Eh, 1.5 out of five. Two. No. Oh, wait. I forgot about things. 2.5 out of five. <laughs> I forgot about some things. Yeah. Um, 2.5 out of five. Not Nothing too bad. Not too shabby. Um, overall, very good. I'm, you know, excited to reread the rest of the Shadowhunter books because this is the last of the books that I haven't read. And that's not including spinoffs because I've not read Tales from Shadowhunter Academy. I've not read Bang Chronicles. And I've not read the The Lost Scrolls, I think is what it's called. The Magnus and Alec Magnus spin-off. and Alec spinoff. I haven't read any of those. I don't know if I will. They're on my shelf because I like to collect all her books. But I don't know if I'm going to read those this time around. Um, maybe they'll go on next year's TBR. And even then, I think I'll listen to them because they're not really... I mean, books like that, and that was my thing with the Last Hours trilogy, I... If I'm not super invested, I'm just not going to get through it. And it's not going to keep my attention, and I'm going to DNF it. So, um, listening to it is usually better. So, I'll probably listen to those. Maybe next year, though. Probably not this year. But yeah, City of Bones is up next on that re-listening. But, yes. That's all I read this month. (laughs) That's all I got. Next. Um, So, the final book that I read this month was... It was more of an assignment than anything, but, um, and, uh-huh. and that is Realm of Shadows and Flame by B.L. Talley. Yes, I am finally going to give my full thoughts on this book. You all Yay. have been waiting for it. Um, I think when we were, when we recorded our interview with, with Britt, um, I had like what? You only had like five chapters I think left. I had like five chapters left, and then I think Maybe I Maybe not fin- even that many. I think I finished it that night, but... Anyways, so, the old gods are dead. I followed their rules, and they called me complacent. I broke them, and they murdered my friend. But one thing they'll never call me again is weak. I want that tattooed on my body. (laughs) I love that quote. Um, Myths and legends of the sun and the moon have circulated for millennia throughout Albion. There were the stories were not... Ugh, I can't speak. They were the stories Renata Orion was raised on. But the day Finn Tyrich fell from the sky, chosen as the host for the sun god and the new phoenix, those stories became more than just legends. Selected with her friends to train for the Ira Diorum, an ancient elite force, Renata, along with her sister and friends, must face the king's trials and question where their loyalties truly lie. As they continue their journey together, secrets are uncovered, lies are told, and betrayal lurks around the corner. Renata must make a decision on who to trust and what to believe. Are the legends truly just stories told at bedtime, or is Renata doomed to repeat the fate of the past? Man, oh man. Yes. Yes. <laughs> this book was so freaking good. Yes. I loved it in all caps. Um... 
great characters. Everybody was great. Even Finn, even though he was a piece of garbage. So many red flags. I'll talk about him in a second. Um, very promising world. I really, I, I'm a sucker for good world building. I think she did a great job. It was very great job. Britt, if you're listening to this, props to you. I loved it. Yes. Um, I loved the whole story behind the sun and the moon. Yeah, I love. Really cool. I knew you would like that. When I was reading the book, I was like, Helly will like this lore. I loved the whole thing with the fae and the classification stuff she had with the quarter fae, the half fae, the selected fae. Loved that. Um, you don't, I think since fae is so popular right now, it's a very popular trope. I will say oh that gosh. now. It's Thanks, very popular. <laughs> yeah, way to go, Sarah. You've started a revolution. Um, I feel like people now have to get creative with their different takes on it. Like, I know for a fact, Holly Black has oh, yeah. done... Which I think she did... Did hers come out before Sarah became popular? I don't... I can't remember. I don't know. I feel like it may have... I don't know. I'll have to look that up later. But um, there's been so many different takes, like... Holly Black is someone that jumps out to me right away. Um, Realm of Shadows and Flame is a great way to do it. Um, I want to say an Air Comes to Rise series mm-hmm. does it a little bit differently, um, which I like her the way she does hers. Um, well, and Cassandra Clare has Faye and her stuff. Hers, she but hers is more. Different. Hers is more a lot. Hers is more based around the Seely Court, which is, mm-hmm. which is very. Which is comprised of the Fae. Well, it's Seely, Unseely. Anyway, that's a whole ordeal. That's yeah. that's diving into mythology. Um, I will say, though, um, going into more characters, I hate Finn. Mm-hmm. I hate him. I hated him long before, but then... Tw- He's a walking red flag. But then that ending portion... He's the worst. He really made me want to throw the book in a fire. <laughs> He's the worst. Um, another person that I want to shout out... Um, Cade needs a hug. Like, seriously. Bless his heart. He, I know, like, Renata goes through some stuff, but Cade, man, oh man, he, he, he needs, he, and basically, everyone in this book needs therapy. Every single person. Like, (laughs) a stiff drink. Literally. They need, like, some alcohol and some therapy. Like, Lorelai Gilmore put it the best way. I need coffee and an IV. They need (laughs) Alcohol and an IV. For real. Um, last 100 pages were absolutely bonkers. I literally was like, what? One thing after another. I literally was in my room going, pacing back and forth while I was reading. I was like, what is happening? And I wanted to cry, but I couldn't because I was still like, what is happening? Like, I won't say who, but... People were dying left and right. It was that... Tragic. It was a big battle. And, yeah. Normally, it was very much like a Kingdom of Ash moment. People were dying left and right. Um. And, oh gosh. It... The last chapter... Man, oh man. I was very... I was like... Yes, ma'am. There's something with Renata, and I was just like, yes, ma'am, you did what you needed. You did not pull a Feyre. You didn't sit back and do nothing. And that's the part when the thing is happening. That's the part that the song from Running up the, the Running Up That Hill song. Remix. The yeah. remix. That's the part where I, kept, I just kept playing it over and over because I was like, this is perfect for this moment. 
<sighs> oh yeah. That <sighs> Um I need the next book now. Yep. I need it now. Coming out soon. Yep. Um Yeah. Book five out of what did I rate this? Oh, I rated it a four and a half out of five. The reason for that is because the last hundred pages gave me emotional damage. Um well. that's yeah. Uh, book, four and a half out of five. Characters, five out of five. They were great. Calyx, he stepped up to the plate. Him. And just came out swinging. Well, I think it speaks a lot, too. Like, her characters were relatable. Very well rounded. They were very, like, Renata goes through some things, as any character would. And I feel like people, a lot of people put their characters through absolute hell. And then their characters are just like, it's fine. I'll just get revenge and I'll be perfectly okay with life. Like... No, it would take a toll on anybody, so. Yeah. Uh, characters, five out of five. They were very well written. Plot, five out of five. It was fantastic. Um, I liked the whole stuff with Renata and the, what's his name? Cyrus? Mm-hmm. The, li- the librarian? That was cute. I liked that. Yeah. He he was also another one of my favorites. I was mad. <laughs> so I did. Um, writing... I'd give it a four and a half out of five. It was very good. Um, especially, usually you have to, like, with the writing in the first book, you have to slug through it, but it was pretty well, I was well, pretty caught and up. and she even said, um, that, you know, like, she didn't have an editor. An editor. So, there is some, I mean, there's some grammatical errors, there, but, I mean, it happened. There was some grammatical errors. There but were, she's also, like, yeah. self-published and doing yeah. what she can do. There were a couple of typos, but other than that, like, it was pretty, it, it was pretty good. It wasn't enough typos to be like, okay, Jennifer. This is, <laughs> yeah, like, okay. It wasn't Jennifer L. Armentrout level. But, yeah, I would say for her first book, that was very good. Uh, S- Spice? Hmm. <laughs> What's... <laughs> What'd you rate your spice for that? Um, I don't actually have it on here. I do not. Oh, wait. I think it was on a different one. You read it before me. I read it in March. I don't have it. Um, maybe a two, one and a half. I'd give it a two. Two, yeah. Uh, there was some stuff, but it wasn't like, whoa. Yeah. Um, apparently that happens in the next book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yep. But yeah, overall, I would say very good. Loved it. I need the next book now. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, that was a long-winded wrap-up. And, you know, you cannot say that Hallie and I don't know how to strategize and plan. We found a way to still fill up an hour, even though we only had three books to review. <laughs> so, um... I don't know what we're going to be doing next week, but when you're listening to next week's episode, we'll be at the beach. Um, I previously stated we were going to record two episodes, but we're actually going to be back um, next, not this coming Saturday, but the next. So we should be able to record in plenty of time before the next episode. So we're actually just going to be on regular, you know, scheduling. Mm -hmm. So not sure what we're doing next week. We'll have to figure that out. We'll figure that out. Um, But yeah. Uh, you guys know the whole drill. You know, let us know below if you've read any of the books that we read this month and what your thoughts were on them, or if you want to let us know what you guys read this month. Um, also, any thoughts on any of the books that we mentioned would be great. And, you know, 
tell us about your 2023 TBR. How's that going? Because we're almost about, we're about halfway through the year. We're I can't believe it. A month it. shy. So, you know, let us know how your 2023 TBR is going. And we're going to leave all our socials linked below as per the use. Um, be sure to rate us five stars and, you know, leave a review. That helps us uh, find other listeners. And, yeah, I think that's all I got. So, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode and listening to our wrap-ups and our beach reads and our book hauls. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.